uh, audio edits. I'm trying to finish my Christmas cards because I leave town in less than 48 hours. I'm also cleaning my house because I have OCD and I have to clean my house before I leave. Uh, and then turn the lights off and on 50 times. It's fun- I have functional OCD. There we go. Like, so you saw a few days ago all the boxes. I did. And the boxes are gone. Good. There's three. They're or- most of it's sent out, but there's three boxes organized and labeled upstairs. But the boxes are gone. I was having high anxiety that I had to push down into my core because I recognized I, I'm a logical person with obsessive compulsive disorder where I recognize those kinds of things are temporary. Do I like them? No. <laughs> and so it just sort of has an underlying tinge of stress to me and added with the anxiety that my partner develops because it's a task that is very visual, like you can see when it needs to still be accomplished. It's just a lot. So it's been a rough week. And we're we're on the end. We're at the end now. Things are good now. But it was it was difficult. Adair was having a hard time. The holidays are hard, but you know what I like, Dan? Star Wars. Seeing a ton Star Wars. <laughs> Seeing a ton of movies during the holidays. I'm very but Star Wars. You know what else causes undue stress in people but they and they've bottled down, but is also temporary? Ryan Johnson being in charge of Star Wars. You know, I didn't think Ryan Johnson. I loved was the Last that. Jedi. I'm a Last <laughs> Jedi apologist, but I just think... I I feel like it's kind. It was kind of shitty that we just sort of cut over like what he did. That was kind of a bummer. But so, guys, from here on out, full spoilers. Mm-hmm. Full spoilers. Of the newest Star Wars film, Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, so Palpatine fucks. Palpatine like, fucks. Interesting. Yeah. He gets, <laughs> like, he gets into it. Okay. I burst out laughing. Like, I could tell when, when the lightning happened, mm-hmm. I figured that was what was going yeah. on. Like, that she was related to him in some way. I thought, like grand niece or so i thought like he must have a sibling because and i was like trying to remember darth plagueis mm-hmm. i'm like no he was an only child so i i was thinking about all of that but uh yeah so the big the big to do was that ray was palpatine's granddaughter looks that way and Villanelle from Killing Eve was his daughter-in-law. Which makes a lot of sense, actually. Who would marry into yep. that family? Villanelle. I got really excited, and, so, uh, and uh, the guy who sits next to me at movies asked who it was. I'm like, Killing Eve! She's not Killing Eve! You know what would be great? Considering was, they cast her, um, mm-hmm. I, I could see her and the husband being characters in the Cassian Andor series. I would love that. Although the timeline's kind of fucked up. They'd have to be... They could maybe show up in the Mandalorian. I yeah. Yeah, but there you go. So uh, we saw it. That was the the big twist. Um, how do you feel, Dan? Like I have a lot. I had a lot of feelings, mainly about the fact that someone had sex with Palpatine. But <laughs> I did not cry as hard. But I have. I cried during I, the opening credits, I, and that was about it. I cried more times during this movie than I have over the death of my grandmother. 
Oh wow. So I I was really feeling it. Yeah. Um I think I was feeling it in the way that it was the end film. Yeah. I don't think the like the feels hit me as much. There was a portion in the at the end of the second act where you got to see some of the uh, the OG couple of the Star Wars and within 10 minutes of each other and mm-hmm. and that was hard. Like that 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 one got me. Yeah. But I don't think I had as many tears this time because I think everything kind of had an easy fix. Like there were I just felt like things were happening super easily. Right. In for all like like with C3PO, the whole like his memory got wiped and you're like, "Oh, well that's really really sad." But then he gets his memory back. And, and, and Zari having the like the like token that will conveniently get them through the black. It's listen. Star Wars has always had coincidence, plot armor, and uh, you know destiny. Right? We we get it. Mm-hmm. That's accepted. I'll I'll take it. Like, yep. But this one was was a lot of that. Um, but it was also an adventure. It I loved really all the new was worlds. An we were saying it felt very Indiana Jones esque, uh, mm-hmm. like with the like with uh, Luke's journals and stuff. But I was really enjoying, though. I felt like again, like the light speed skipping thing. I was just like, but it was a fun way to see. Some it was cool so new cool. Like that was I so cool. I I didn't yeah. like it necessarily as a plot device, but I loved the visuals. Absolutely. Like that was fun, and also when. Our, you get our three main cast members and Chewie and this weird other dude um, at the beginning, but yeah, but you get them for a while, and it just it does. There's an element from the original series you get, and it is funny because I didn't really think about it until at the end of uh, uh, the Last Jedi about you know the fact that Ray and Poe didn't have any interaction they never met mm-hmm. and it was so them doing that at the end of the second movie i was like oh this is kind of funny and so it was kind of cool seeing all three of them because that was something we never got to see yeah. in the first two yeah so yeah sorry i got I, I i got a little fangirly there but i that was like probably my favorite thing is there were just so many cool worlds so many cool creatures i guess like the sets i mean the, the s- sets yeah. and locations were unreal every single oh, yeah. place they went looked amazing mm-hmm. we also got to it's see true. some really cool stuff that we hadn't seen before like a fight on the surface of a ship that is still in in uh in atmosphere like yeah. fighting on the surface of a star destroyer i i said out loud this is bananas because it was yeah, it, it was, was super bonkers. with all the like animals running across it too oh super fun it was great though i was like you know to quote patrick h willems this is a movie about space wizards intended for children and it's it was exactly that um i like that i think announcing palpatine's return in the episode crawl was probably the thing that like let me down the most where i was like oh Mm -hmm. man i want a really cool like kylo ren finding him after well not a slow motion battle where he picks up i want to be like a surprise yeah just like something that feels a little more i don't want to say earned because frankly none of the trilogies have been paced well as far as their plotting goes like they don't Mm -hmm. there's always additions like for example between a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back deciding, oh, Vader's his father. And then between Empire 
and Return of the Jedi being like, you know what, let's make Leia his sister. Like those weren't, we, we act like there was some perfect trilogy, but it wasn't. Those decisions were made in between. And even when yeah. Lucas- Snoke's a clone. Snoke's, Snoke's a, clone. a clone. Fine. Snoke's, Snoke's, Snoke's a, clone. a clone. And Palpatine Honestly, the whole time. makes more sense yeah. than most other things because Snoke dying so easily- felt very confusing for one so powerful. But like right. the idea that it is all just pawns on a chess piece, fascinating. And he, you know, the great manipulator, yeah. he he does it. Um, I, I liked, though, that from the get-go he was part of it mm -hmm. because I felt like it would have just been pushing too much stuff into the third act. Yeah. And so I liked that he was kind of in the first act and in the third act and, like, we didn't have to see his weird little sad marionette body any other times but the uh, oh god that that final like uh, scene with all the statues and like there's so much like uh homages to not just the original series or the prequels but also to like the clone wars and stuff like that yeah. having freddie prince jr do a voice because he's a voice on like that was really cool mm -hmm. And there were, I guess, some statues were some characters that were in some of the cartoons as well. So, and some video like, game stuff was referenced And video game stuff, too. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's interesting. And I liked that they tied it all together. It made it kind of fun, and I think it, it wasn't as interesting to me because I don't watch them. Sure. I will probably eventually. And But I think it's nice to kind of give – I get, though, why everyone was like, it's very fan servicey because it's fan servicey not just if you – like the the original three movies, it's fan service if you are interested in any element of of this uh, what zeitgeist. Yeah, of this uh, excellent. Glad you use zeitgeist. The secret word is zeitgeist. Um, there's today the word is zeitgeist. There's portions of this that feel like they were made just for nerds like me. I when I was twelve years old, my sister gave me um, Heir to the Empire which was a novel by Timothy Zahn that introduced... I love Th Timothy Zahn. That introduced Thrawn, right? And that I was really my first... I really wish Thrawn was in this in some way, or like some... I find Thrawn such an interesting character. I hope there's a Thrawn series. I mean, he is in Star Wars Rebels, which is the show that Freddie Prince Jr. voiced. Yes, uh, I, I know that, great. but I meant like a, I know a, a live action. Because um, I don't watch the Rebels or Clone Wars. Oh, they're worth your time. They're solid. I will eventually. I just... I know. There's so much content all the time. I know. I know. And I have a lot of cats. I know. They'll watch it with you. But, they will. Uh, yeah, the deep canon stuff felt like it was there just for me. It felt very much it like, was. hey, we know some of you are upset about the last movie. I wasn't. But here's all these goodies that you want. We promise. Please love us. Please like us. It didn't feel desperate. It felt nice to me. But I think... This movie will be remembered for kind of caving to fan pressure a little bit and trying yes. to course correct in the, the you know the as a as a buzzer beater hail mary like please still love Star Wars. Give I us money, I hope that the lesson from this trilogy is for the studio and for Kennedy and Iger and and Dave Filoni and all the big creatives that. Lucasfilm. I hope the lesson here is don't be afraid. The first one was too much of the same old, same old. The second one was too radical a departure. And then this one doesn't really commit in either direction. But you can do fun and interesting stuff like The Mandalorian. Um, mm -hmm. And don't don't be afraid. Fear is, is the enemy of the Jedi. And it's the enemy of the creative process. Just make 
what you want to make. And always remember that it's about space wizards and intended for children. And just make it fun and make it entertaining and give us that deep canon. Give us that deep lore. Make it the Jedi and the Sith. Go after it. Don't try to rebrand the First Order and the Resistance. Like, just... I When this movie worked, it worked exceptionally well. And when it didn't, it just felt a little pandery and meandering. But did it affect me profoundly? Absolutely. And right now, I think would be a good time to go through some of the characters from this new trilogy and how, how we think they fared or, or could have improved. Well, I will say my my negative, my big old negative is going to be, and it, I think it's because I, at the time of Force Awakens, it was probably what I was most intrigued about and it was just nothing. It was absolutely nothing. There was no character growth, not in, barely in the second, uh, the second slash eighth film, and then just like has a few, I don't know, weird, mystic alien Maz Kanata. I hoped for so much. She Nothing was, was ever down. explained. Yeah. <laughs> she was such a letdown for me. Um, Lupita Nyong'o is such a talent, completely wasted. Could have been a really interesting thing. We never found out, like, how she ended up with uh, Luke's lightsaber. She just, you know, that, I guess, like most of her backstory, it's a story for another time. So, yeah, that was frustrating. I liked that she finally gave uh, Chewie his medal, although Wookiees don't really care much for medals, but that was, like, a little tearjerker moment. It was a nice, like, ending for him since he's, you know, the last one. Um... And he was just heartbreaking, like, when we thought he died. Although then I was Ugh. like, no, he couldn't have died. No. Um, so when we thought he died, but then when he found out Leia died, spoiler alert, Leia dies, um, you know, that was that was really heartbreaking. Um, and he actually impressively carried a majority, in my opinion, of, like, the emotional weight of the film. Absolutely. Because you get... Absolutely. The, he, you know, he doesn't disappoint, but I guess you can't really disappoint too much when you are a Wookiee. So... That's my theory on that. But I would say that was, from the series, my greatest disappointment. What about you, Dan? Um, I think my my biggest letdown was, honestly, I think that the, my biggest letdown was um, in Luke, but not for the reason, you know, I... I got a really satisfactory time with Luke during The Last Jedi. It was good to see, like, this failure, this washed up. It felt like the hippies apologizing to our generation, being like, sorry, we said we were going to change the world and make it all peaceful and wonderful, and we didn't. My bad. Um, mm -hmm. My disappointment and my letdown is all of his backtracking once he was a forced ghost. <laughs> um like, don't be a coward. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah like I, here's I, Leia's lightsaber yeah. that no one ever knew about, and that's okay. I, I, I can, I can forgive that. But like the flashback scene with him and Leia, give me more of that. Give me that in the Last Jedi. Like, give me, give me more glimpses of Luke's life, and let me feel. Because I'm okay with a failure. I'm okay with a letdown. I just want to feel that emotional weight with him. Let me spend mm -hmm. time wallowing in his sorrow. Let me feel that failure so I better empathize and understand and it doesn't look like this character betrayal that a lot of people interpreted it as. Just give me more time feeling that failure with him and I will like 
if Ray had had maybe failed more and really let him down as well, then I think I don't know. They're just I'm just musing about about things. But Luke not letting me feel shitty enough with Luke was my biggest letdown. That part of yeah. let me into if you're gonna let that happen to him, let really me let failure. me in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well then let's talk. You can go first with who the wild card that maybe they started off uh, you know, iffy and they really grew for you, or maybe you that you didn't take much notice to them, but then like by the end you were like, Oh, whoa. Or maybe they they were new to this particular film, what have you. Who was your wild card? Poe Dameron. Was not expecting to like Poe Dameron so damn much. And he just grew and grew like from his first moments on scene, who talks first? I talk first, you talk first. I, it's hard understanding you with uh with this. Like he captured the Han solo energy and like Yeah. Without being a retread, without feeling like Han Solo. Yeah, in this last one, they revealed he used to be a, a spice runner. And I was like, I like did you like, have to? He traded to? spice. Did he have to? <laughs> I like how to? they said that. That was uh, funny. But uh, he was a a pleasant surprise of like a real fly boy. Like, let's really spend some time with a cocky, like, Air Force guy in space. Yeah, which was, they were trying really hard to do at the opening of the last film. Right. Like, with him being like, hello? Hello, I can't, yeah. I can't hear you. Like, but and it was funny. But at a certain point, you're like, okay, whatever. Um, but I definitely think it was quicker. And then adding Ray, him and Ray, their new dynamic was fun yeah. as well. But I actually, so in similarly, someone who I wasn't honestly a big fan of in the first two movies, I actually was starting to really like uh, John Boyega. Hmm. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like he had a lot more going on. I felt like he carried a lot more responsibility he wasn't he had finally stopped running and he was just in it yeah and he wasn't gonna leave ray he like he was a devoted friend interesting that they that they gave him a little bit of force connection too that was that was starting to pop I, up yeah like, that's, i enjoyed that's a that fun spot we you could know, go with in the future and i didn't wasn't really super into him in the first two movies i felt like he was kind of boring and like his whole b plot line with uh with Rose, which poor Rose got fucking wasted in this movie. Yeah, uh, you have Rose, and you have a, uh, you have Ge- uh, General Connix or uh, Lieutenant Connix, whatever. Uh, Billy, um, Billy Lord, Lord yeah. Carrie, uh, who I thought you know she was super fun in the last movie. I liked her, um, and so I would have liked to see her kind of more on the base. But I guess all of her lines got was were given to Dominic Monaghan. I don't who just was like Hanging I'm here. Out. What's up? I'm here. And it, it, I felt like he was playing Charlie from Lost. I was going to say, why is, he was saying did things. Charlie just wander out of the jungle and was like, "Oh, <laughs> well, sorry, wrong camp." He, he has a sort of line where I was just like, he feels peak Charlie right now. Right. But I was super happy when I heard that he was in it. Um, that was they kind of kept it secret until he was like at the premieres. He was, uh, but he uh, for what it, it, for nameless rebel guy? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, eh. it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I definitely felt like there were a lot of people that were wasted, and so it. But it was nice to see him, and I, I think he really peaked as like a friend, as like that second, and then them being co-generals. I kind of hoped he was gay and when he was like i still need to tell you ray repeatedly i'm like you're gay you're gay and apparently oscar isaac said he uh, he was fully prepared he was playing it that way yeah in the first two movies he he was like yeah i was playing it romance uh yeah oscar isaac said he was like fully prepared 
to be a couple with John Boyega. He was like, I was down for it. So, to quote Austin, I didn't know how much I wanted Finn and Poe to kiss until they didn't. Yeah, that was that was something. Um, uh, so, so or lack lack thereof something. Um, but yeah, so John Boyega was my my wild card. I was pretty happy with what, and it, likewise Poe was my other one. And so I figured it, one of them would be yours. And so I was like, I'll just take whichever one he doesn't do. Yeah. Uh, but similar reasons. It was fun. It was fun to see them. I liked them better than I've been liking them. Yeah, they grew really well. And by the end here, I was like, I I want to spend more time with you. I want to spend more time and with Chewbacca Ray too. Cheating. But um, Ray's got her own. Stuff. She does so Daisy Ridley is amazing in this role. She's so good. Yeah. I think they just I, I think they they uh they gave her the anime treatment, power creep. She got too strong too quick and it was and now she's yeah. like, Well, where do we go from here? Because she's she's lightning girl now. But um yep. I'm I'm cool. Lightning with girl with her lightning powers. All right. And so now we have our best. I'm I'm a little worried we chose the same person for our best. And so our MVP. Our MVP? I, I'm not sure. I'm, I, I'm honestly, I'm not 100% sure. But this is the person that I feel like grew the most in this, this trilogy and who this particular film felt made me feel all the things. Kylo Ren. <laughs> yep. Ben Solo. Um, I was so in shock by how much I was just like rooting for him, how much he did. That smile at the end, I was just like, my heart, and then he dies. And I'm just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Adam Driver is an amazing actor and he just crushed this role. He's so good. He is, and like he did so well. And I think he was very erratic and he had to be very erratic and he was very much like Anakin yeah, and a good homage like to what Hayden Christensen was trying to do yeah but then there was this whole thing of he's like uh, you know in the, if you look back to like the first where he's like I'm going to finish what you started like he did he got the emperor he killed the emperor's gone there you go like it was actually kind of a beautiful parallel and he and and Ray's connection was really fascinating part of me just really genuinely wanted like them both to get out of there it was pretty clear someone wasn't going to get out of there and when his hand came up everyone was like oh. i'm like we knew we knew he wasn't dead right. yet but um he had a beautiful swan song for for his role and i loved that when she opened her eyes and she saw him she called him ben and like her whole repetitive thing of like i wanted to take your hand but i wanted to take ben's hand mm-hmm. And, like, that's, it's sort of, like, that allusion to, like, what could have been. Yeah. Um, but. It's, the the tragedy of Kylo Ren is one of the stronger things to survive between director changes and rewrites and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the better arcs that was pulled off largely from performance, but also. Yeah. I think everyone was on the same page with what they wanted from him. He had like, to die. And you I don't can't, think that was... You can't redeem Kylo Ren. Like, you can't have Ben he come back. He yeah. too many people. It's like with, with Anakin. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, he he ultimately, you know, at least attempted to kill the Emperor, but, like, he did kill, like, all those little children. Also, I meant to say eluding, and it's just second podcast of the day. Sorry. I'm right there with you. Um, 
yeah, no, we're, um, but yeah, so I, I like that we're on the same page, but I was like, I was worried at first. I was like, Dan's, I'm worried that I'm going to like gush over this and Dan's not. And I'm like, no, there's no so way impressed. Dan. I was so impressed. Yeah. And I think the, the thing that I liked most was I went from hating him so much to this day. I think the biggest missed opportunity in this new trilogy was when he killed Han Chewie should have ripped someone's arms off. He should have ripped a stormtrooper's arms off. That would have been the gr- the best payoff to a line from the first movie. But regardless, mm-hmm. I I was like, oh well, you know, I I hate him. And in the Last Jedi, when we were getting a little bit of him and Ray connecting and them kind of working together, I'm like, are they gonna try and, and then redeem we see him, him with his shirt off and we're like into it, right? I'm like, I don't usually like hairless guys, but not bad. <laughs> um. What? I really enjoyed Emo Kylo Ren's Twitter. He said, it's been a week or something like that. I'm like, yeah. Um, I think that his redemption and death was great. And the pass off of the lightsaber and them working together and healing each other and saving each other. I think it it seemed like their back and forth was the force struggling on either side light and dark light and dark light and dark coming closer and closer and meeting to balance that's yeah, how i interpreted I agree. their dance and i loved this idea of like also her making her own proto saber and all of that was so yeah great. it was great to see uh, a yellow blade in canon um yeah I'm i dug it. it it was fun um but yeah i i enjoyed all of that that was it was it was solid oh and then of course it wouldn't be jj abrams if there weren't 8,000 Easter eggs per film. What was your favorite, you know, it could be fan service or Easter egg. What, what, what was yours? Um, I, I think for me personally, the one that affected me the most was Harrison Ford returning. That cameo was. Um, oh, when he said dad. And he I goes, know. I know, I, I lost it. I lost it. I was, I was like. I don't care what size bucket of money they had to give you. And when he's like, you're just a memory. I'm like, thank you for working around the force ghost paradox of like, well, he can't come back because he's not a force user. So you can't be force ghost. So your uh, memory. That one really affected me. The 42 year celebration was fun. It's like this celebration happens every 42 years. I'm like, ah, I see you. Nice. Nice. Uh, I am actually going to say I liked Dio and the fact that it is voiced by the one and only J.J. Abrams. He doesn't put himself in his movies. No, it's the hair. You it, can't you can't work around yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like he often he'll be in films as like J.J. Abrams, but he doesn't do like he doesn't do the the cameos, which is fine. Like, but it felt kind of like an end of something in the fact that he did do Dio's voice and Dio was fun and he was actually like a part of it I too know. which Dio was, was nice mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I liked Dio he, my oily uh, squeaky wheel squeaky wheel squeaky yeah um oh god poor uh poor Carrie Russell she one ass that won't quit like her ass looked great um yeah but- they said it was over for its union hours and her ass was like i'm not finished i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stop yeah but she it did an impressive amount with like her body language like she was she was fun i kind of didn't understand why she wore the helmet all the time uh i did like that they opened it up at one point um i, I was curious why they wanted uh poe and her to bang so much but like it was it was fine 
Like it kind of it it alluded to like the ah oh gosh I can't remember the book. Oops, sorry. Um, <clears throat> there's a Han Solo's like first wife. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like that. Sure. And when Leia like kind of deals, I don't know. It just felt like that. I liked though that we got a little bit of insight into Poe with that. Not sure I really was like there for that sort right. of backstory, but with I assumed it was going to happen with Finn constantly saying like, "Wait, how do you know how to do this? How do you know how to do this?" But right. yeah, so I'd say yeah. There you go. Dan, what worked for you beyond what we've already discussed? What didn't work for you? What would you rewrite? Um. I am I am here for Palpatine. Like I it it the reveal and how we got there was shitty, but once we had him, that final mm-hmm. scene was was baller. Like watching oh, him. Oh, with suck. all the followers. Oh so yeah, he's like Sith acolytes. It was terrifying. And I was so glad to see something super scary in a Star Wars movie. Um the world destroying guns on ships just didn't work for me i'm at this point we've escalated so much at that point it's the thanos problem i'm like what are my stakes Mm -hmm. now i don't care if everything can blow up a planet but what worked for me the best i think was seeing in this new trilogy and also especially in this movie seeing a real a real reverence to some to for uh for the princess for Carrie Fisher in all three movies, mm-hmm. I feel like they respected the shit out of her. That worked for me immensely, and I also, I'm I'm kind of the wrong person to ask to shit on these movies because as long yeah. as they make Star Wars, I will be there for it. Um, as oh I same told, here, same here. Like, if I get to spend time in a galaxy far, far away, I'm I'm happy. I'm legitimately yeah. happy and getting a new trilogy in my life and having Lucasfilm be in a place now where they're going to still be making content in a pretty decent clip. Mm -hmm. As a writer, it excites me because the possibilities exist to maybe write Star Wars someday. And that would be the greatest fucking thing ever. Um, The only things that really don't work for me are like little, little handoff things, like little deals. But honestly... I'm looking forward to rewatching this trilogy. I watched the first two movies again before I saw this one, and I, it, mm-hmm. it felt satisfactory. It felt like a nice close. It felt like a nice. It's bookend. not awful. It's not and, and it's like than it's the not. Prequel trilogy. Like, um, yeah, one hundred percent. And and the just, filmmaking it, is better. This is the most yes. well crafted from a cinematography and special effects and costuming and set pieces and lighting, like as a. At the craft of filmmaking, this is the best, period. Yeah. but And you make a good point, though. I mean, the original three weren't perfect. We just hold them in such high esteem. They're such a part of our memory, our own personal film canon. We, we, can, we don't shit on them. But there were so many. There were so many holes. And the thing that no movie after the original Star Wars can do is change the world because that's what Star Wars did. The first Star mm-hmm. Wars movie changed the world. And everything else is not going to live up to that. Empire is the yep. rare exception where it was not only an amazing return, but a better movie and a great it was, sequel. It, they Godfather 2 did. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. But you don't have Empire without the original. And the original Star Wars movie changed the world. 
Yeah, and it's true. none of these movies will ever do that again, but they can still tap into and recapture the feeling that I had at seven years old sitting in a theater for the original movie re-release with my dad and seeing Darth Vader come on screen and him taking his big and my dad leaned over to me and said, see, Dan, he's got asthma too. And from that moment on, I was hooked. See, for me, it's the music, like that moment when the light dims and you hear the music and you get the scrolling letters and all of that. Like, it's just, it is, I can be cynical about, like, all the things, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, like, a five or six-year-old, again, just captivated by it. I can think something's ridiculous. I can be like, okay, all right, that's weird, but... I'm going to love it. I'm going to love the experience of it. And that's what they offer with Star Wars is the experience. And I mean, for me, with where the trilogy was, I don't have many things that I think could have been done better. I think the, like you've said, the introduction of Palpatine coming back could have been done better. And I think there are a few scenes that were probably unnecessary. I would have loved, you know... Rose to have, since they built her character up so much, I would have loved her to be used more. Maybe have her, Dominic Monaghan, Greg Grunberg, and uh, Billy Lord all chilling and doing something. But I would have liked uh, Maz Kanata to make more sense. But I mean, really, it is what it is. It, it, it is done, and it felt completed. And for me, like you, I have a hard time saying, like, well, this would make it better, or this would... I, there are things I would have liked. I mean, in my heart of hearts, I would have loved Ben to uh, to stay alive, but there was no way he was going to no, do that. Yeah. Like that wasn't going to happen. He wasn't. He was either going to, you know, have a have a Darth Vader sort of redemption, or he was going to stay evil. It was one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a sucker for a double sunset. It's true. Me too. Yeah. Uh, what would you What would you rename this? Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Expectations. <laughs> I was going to say uh, the Rise of Palpatine, but that would have been a spoiler. Um, so I'm going to say Skywalker Strikes Back. <laughs> I like that. I like doing those. Um, but yeah, I mean. All in all, I love it. I love that I have gotten to spend a lot of holiday seasons watching these movies. And I'm sad. I'm sad that we're saying goodbye to some of these characters. I know that we'll probably see some again. And I know Episode that 10 we probably... will happen. Let's just be real. <laughs> I mean, but it feels like a lot of it has ended because those those co- our main three people are, are gone. We've no. passed the torch. And hopefully whatever is to come will be really wonderful and stay true to the spirit of it. Palpatine fucks. A Secret Weapon Production.